You're listening to the Empath Insights Podcast, and today I'm talking about how to communicate with non-empaths. Stay tuned. I'm Rachel Hudson, and I help empaths just like you learn to thrive, learn to stop absorbing other people's stress, and embrace your natural gifts. I also teach you how to manage your sensitivities in this sometimes insensitive world we live in. Hey, empaths, I'm so happy to be back with you this week. And this is one of my favorite topics to talk about how to communicate with non empaths. Now, why am I talking about this? Because this is one of the biggest things that I see. I'm in a couple of groups in social media, empath groups, and one of the biggest or common themes that I see is empaths finally realizing that they're an empath and then their family or friends, it's usually family if I'm honest, doesn't understand it and they get their feelings hurt, obviously. Now, when we finally come to this realization that we are an empath, this light bulb comes on. We feel like we have finally arrived, right? We understand that we're different when when it comes to how we respond to life or why we get overwhelmed in crowds or around certain people. And this might explain why we are so intuitive. And when we're first figuring out that we're an empath, we feel like we have these answers that we've always been looking for. We have finally arrived. <laughs> Now we have very sensitive neurological systems that react quite differently to input. Now I'm not just making this up. Dr. Judith Orloff, I've talked about her before. I've read all of her books. She's a psychiatrist and she specializes in working with empaths. She's also an empath herself. She's done all the research. So no, I'm not just making this up. Now, We have very strong emotional responses, generally as empaths. And sometimes we, in the past, maybe we we felt embarrassed by having strong emotional responses. Also, we finally realized that watching violent movies and news programs can become incredibly painful and we have to be mindful or sometimes even limit our exposure. That's what I have to do is really limit my exposure to, honestly, it's the news, to be honest with you. I was asked to take a news fast. It was probably like 10 years ago before I even understood all of this, but it helped It helped me so much when I did that. Now, in past, we need a lot of alone time to balance the intensity of the world. And we've finally come to embrace our ability to feel things deeply. Maybe you used to be embarrassed about having these strong emotions and now you're like, it's okay. This is who I am. This is part of my, my makeup. And I forget who said this, but I read this somewhere and the person said, it feels like we have a super nervous system. And I think since I'm such a visual learner and thinker, I'm like, oh yeah, that makes perfect sense to me. So 
we may have been labeled as too sensitive. This is super common. We may have been labeled as too sensitive by our friends and family and loved ones. But to be honest, it's usually by our family in the beginning, because they're like, Oh my gosh, you're so sensitive. You're too emotional. I want to remind you that not every gift is wrapped up in a pretty bow. This is a gift. But sometimes it also has its challenges. And we may have been labeled as too sensitive by friends and loved ones. And that can really sting a bit. It certainly did for me. Now, what happens when we have just figured out that we're an empath? We really want to tell everybody, right? I know I did. I'm like, guess what? (laughs) I'm an empath. And then it's like, what? What does that mean? And I want to just remind you that this is new information to other people who are probably not empaths. Okay. And it may take some time for the other people to acclimate to this new information. They frankly might not be very interested. And they're like, yeah, I know you're too sensitive and you cry all the time. Or you cry easily, excuse me. Now think about how long that it took for you to process this new information. If you're just learning that you're an empath. And non empaths have really different ways of processing emotions. And they have different neurological types of systems. Like they just process information and emotions a bit different than we do. Or a lot different. (laughs) And we can experience we all experience life in different ways. And I think that's the common theme here. Remember that non empaths don't absorb people's stress or share the deep sensitivities that we do. Again, this is new information, or it might seem foreign to our friends and family. Also non empaths don't have this deep sensitivity and experience sensory overload that empaths, they just we just seem hardwired for. Now, here's the good news. (laughs) The good news is that respecting each other's differences, which I'm a huge advocate for, can create such a wonderful relationship. I do have to give a shout out to my husband, the non empath, let me tell you, he is not an empath by any stretch of the imagination. Okay, I want you to paint in the picture for you. When I first discovered that I was an empath, and I was trying to tell him about it, he just gave me this look like, what? And I'm sure he called it a bunch of baloney, of course, and I probably got my feelings hurt and either cried or got real huffy and then second guessed myself. But he's not an empath. How was I supposed to expect? Why was I? Why was I expecting him to understand? I just kind of dumped all this information on him. And he's like, what? So that's my example. And I can laugh about it now. But at the time, I was just like, why can't he understand? And I think he probably was trying to, but I think he just needed some time to process this. So okay, you're probably wondering, okay, get into the meat and potatoes of this, what do we do with it? Now, 
first of all, I want you to be open to some of these suggestions of being patient. And I'm going to use the word gently educate your loved ones gently. Don't dump it on them and get mad if they don't understand. My husband realizes that I need extra, extra alone time if I'm with a bunch of people. And these are people who I love, but I need alone time afterwards to balance out my people time. Totally fine. He gets it. And it's funny because now my husband, uh, sometimes he'll go to an event without me, which is fine. And how do I know that he knows that I'm an empath and he respects that and he understands it? So sometimes these meetings or these gatherings are out of town or it's with a lot of people. And then when he comes back, he'll say something like, oh, you would have hated it. (laughs) You would have started looking for the exit within 10 minutes and we both laugh about it. And I'm like, you're probably right. And, and I'm saying this, I'm telling you this story because he gets it, but he didn't have to be like, oh, I understand. He understands it in his own way. He's like, oh, Rachel would have hated this. And we laugh about it. And I'm like, you're exactly right. That's not my scene. Here's another suggestion. If they are open to it, you could casually, I'm going to use the word gently, recommend a book or articles for them to read. Um, just make sure you're not pushing too hard, right? And here's the thing. Many people have never heard of an empath before. I only heard about it about 10 or 12 years ago. And I was even skeptical And I had a yoga studio, I was into yoga and all the energy stuff. And I was still like, what? How? Oh, oh, and it slowly started to make sense for me. Because they might think of the concept as a little bit out there, or maybe a little bit like a little mystical or a little too woo woo. (laughs) Here's an idea. Maybe instead of using the word empath, which you have to automatically define for people, If it's new to them, you might want to use the word sensitive person. Oh, that pretty much explains it, right? And this might be easier for them to hear it and start to understand it and then kind of slowly mentally digest what this is all about. So just give people some time. Now, I'm going to give you a little side warning here. Some people will never, ever understand and some people are just not interested in understanding. And they might just use it as a way to make you the butt of their jokes. Why am I saying this? Because I see this in some of the online groups I'm in. Their family or friends, and honestly, it's usually their family, make fun of them for this. I can't tell you how heartbreaking it is to read these posts. They feel alone. They feel sad. And most of all, they feel ridiculed, which is super, it's just so heartbreaking and sad. Because they think about it, we've just figured out this thing about us It's kind of answering a lot of questions that we've had about ourselves over time. And we feel like we're starting to get the answers. These people 
end up feeling alone and sad. And by the way, can I just say that if somebody's doing this and you're alive, this is a hot button for me. <laughs> okay. You might need to limit your contact with these people. And also would like to remind you that it takes all kinds to make the world go around. We're all a little bit different. Okay. I do want to encourage you to protect yourself if you are going through something like this and others will reciprocate you sharing this information and this part of yourself. Now that's how you know that you've picked the right people. You've got the right people in your life and it might even help them understand you a little bit better. And this could even lead to having more meaningful relationships, your friend or family member might go, Oh my gosh, they just make so much sense now. Kind of like how you felt when you've realized this information about yourself. So the bottom line is be patient and try not to overload them with too much information all at once. Give them time and let them ask questions and let them mentally digest all of this new information. Now, if you're ready to start thriving as an empath, if you're ready to start banishing those energy vampires, I'd love to invite you to work with me one-on-one. -on -one. Just go to my website, rachelkhudson.com and just go to the tab that says work with me and we can schedule a free consultation. Well, I hope you have a wonderful day and I hope you have a wonderful week. Be kind to yourself, say nice things to yourself and be kind to others. And I'll see you next time. Bye.